Our culture might be telling you that your small daily choices don't matter. But every daily sip, bite, song, walk, prayer, chat, and snooze doesn't amount to nothing and amounts to eternity. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast. We're your hosts, Courtney Roach and Megan Day. Let's dive into what our world thinks means nothing. Okay, listen up for a minute. Okay, listen up. Could I please have everyone's attention? Stop what you're doing. Stop brushing your teeth. Stop driving. Pull off on the side of the road. Please stop working. Quit your job for just a minute. I need you to pay attention. Okay, thank you so much. Now that I've had now that I have everyone's attention, this is extremely important. We have what I consider to be some of the greatest podcast merch on the market across the board. All podcasts considered. The reason why is because I think it's so cool when merch doesn't outwardly say the brand on it. Like, it doesn't say the daily nothings. It says blooming. It says it amounts to eternity. If you know, you know. And I just love our merch so, so, so much. And I just wanted to take a moment to really share with every single one of you precious little trollops that our merch is fully up and running on our website. We don't use websites that often. How often do we go www these days? Not that much. We go straight to Instagram. But I want you guys to go check out our beautiful little website, thedailynothings.com, and check out our shop. Look at our blooming sweatshirt, the Eternity Tea, the one that says it amounts to eternity, the Eternity Mindset ball cap, the little flower beanie that comes in multiple colors, and the little Saint Things tote. All of this stuff has such great intention behind it that is rooted in the mission of this podcast. It supports us and helps us to continue to grow. It's extremely high quality. It's all embroidered. It's got cream thread instead of white because we love warmth and I just love it. I truly wear my merch so much. I think it's like, okay, I need to chill a little bit. I feel like when I'm wearing it around my friends, it's like, oh, you're wearing your blooming sweatshirt again. You have other things, Courtney, but the color's perfect, and I love how it feels, and it's not too hot, not too cold, shaken, not stirred, you know what I mean? So check out our merch. Go to our website, snag one, because they're kind of a limited edition situation, okay? We're in the works of making new things, so grab one before they're gone. All right, go check it out, thedailynothings.com. Grab your favorite item, share it with a friend. Okay, let's do this, girlies. Let's get back to the podcast. And we're live. That's correct. Hello, Hi. everyone. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning. How are you? It is Friday for us, so happy Friday, but happy Monday to you. That's right. You punks. How's it going? Um, for me, in my house, it is snowing quite a lot right now, which I am personally a huge fan of. Yeah. Something about me, I love snow. I love it. I love snow so much. Until it's like March. That's fair. January and February, I'm flirting with it. I'm into it. It's cute. It's romantic. It's pursuing me. I feel pursued by God. Yeah. Once March hits, I feel confused. I'm confused. I'm like, Lord, this was really cute. Enough already. You're smothering me. (laughs) (laughs) You know how much I love it, but let's. I need some distance <laughs> from the I snow. need you to reel it in. I thought this was special. Yeah. And no more. Yeah. I don't feel special anymore. 
That is But right so now, fair. we got some fat flakage, and I'm happy about it. Megan, how's Indiana? We haven't talked about the weather in, a, in the last few episodes. That's What's true. going on with Sorry, you? everyone. Um, it's... I mean, let us down, why don't you? Yeah, it's... Um, like 40s and cloudy which is I mean I'll take it because I've been able to go on walks yeah as long as I can like go on a walk I was thinking about this yesterday um my belly is looking rather large these days and Mm. I'm like I'm gonna give birth soon again and I haven't done much prep you are like I did last time and I, like, it is different than last time. Last time you were doing nothing but listening to birthing podcasts, mm-hmm. watching everything, figuring everything out. Correct. It was Education Nation. Yes. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of reasons why I haven't been doing that this time around, but I digress. I know that yeah. walking is super good and it's really hard because it's so cold out. But we've had some just nice days, and I'm like, I just have to take the opportunity anytime there's a nice day to just go on a long walk and just do something to move my body to prepare for the marathon of birth and for the recovery of birth. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Jake, like, saw how big my belly was yesterday, and he's like, we need to probably start thinking about this whole birth thing again. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I know. It's getting, it's getting a little scary. So I kind of close. It's getting closer. It's like not close. It's not close, which is crazy to me. I'm like, how much bigger can you get? It's scary to think about because I like don't say this. I'm like, I'm going to get a lot bigger. (laughs) And I already I already feel like, okay, yeah, like it's my I look very pregnant and we still have a while to go. So it's just uh, I'm just grateful for the days that are not freezing so that Ellie and I can go on a walk. And um, hopefully we'll just have many more of those as we approach. I can't even say the end of winter. I guess it's like, I don't know. (laughs) You're kind of like, oh, by March, you know? And it's like, not really. Not really. Like, there's every once in a while. winter still. No, I know. I'm like, every once in a while you have a day, like... It still yeah. snows in April sometimes. And so I'm like, I just, yeah, I don't want to go there in my heart to be like, oh my gosh, we're almost done with winter. I have to just like, we're not accept reality. Right. But um, I feel like March and April, March and April are the uh, September, October's of fall. Mm-hmm. You always want it to be what it's not March and April. Yeah. You're just like, you want me. it to be tulips and sunshine oh, and yeah. sundresses and. <sighs> all of the beautiful things and margaritas and vacation and yeah. it's not and in October every time you tell yourself it's gonna be chilly this year and it's hot. Well I love that until the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah it can be cold for until like the Halloween end of the month stuff. Yeah. It can be chilly by the end of the month. I love October. Oh. I was thinking about how much I miss fall yesterday. Yeah fall's the best. I was just thinking about it. Spring is. spring is so her. lovely Dreaming though. about her. Like the hope of it's okay. spring yeah. for me. Oh, it like, is beautiful. You're right. I shouldn't have said it's okay. That's really harsh. No, it that hurt because it is all I have to have hope in <laughs> is spring. <laughs> so shut your mouth. No, I'm just kidding. I uh the tulips though, I was thinking you your said, baby will be born in spring. Well, kinda. 
Kind of. Way end of spring. <laughs> but at least I'll be able to maybe walk if I'm not um, as swollen as I once was. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I, when I said tulips, what, what came oh, up yeah. in your heart? I just, it just reminded me, me of like, that's the first thing to come up. I'm sure everywhere in the country is so different. But the first thing to come up in Indiana are the tulips. Everything is dead. Everything is brown. Everything yeah. is gray. Everything is ugly. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, tulips. Tulip. I, there, there's another flower. Do you have bulbs in your yard? I think I planted some last year. I can't really remember. I guess we'll see if a squirrel dug it up or not. Isn't also isn't the other flower a daffodil? Okay, yes. I was thinking daffodil, and I didn't want to be wrong. But there's like those bulb flowers that just pop up. Yeah, no, daffodils are totally the ones that yeah. pop up too. Because those are super Irish. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But I love that for us. This is me making things up. This is me making things up. Why did but you? But I'm say pretty that? sure I'm right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> okay, I I'm pretty you know. sure I'm right. I'm not just making it up for fun. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> full story so time with Courtney. Like, Courtney, how did you just come up with that? Did you know that actually? <laughs> no, daffodils. Yeah. When I went to Dublin. In yeah. March, they have a daffodil um, festival. Really, a whole oh, festival so dedicated dedicated to daffodils. Aww. Yes, and that's everyone nice. wears these daffodil pins on their jacket, Aww. and there's daffodils everywhere. That's amazing. It's like seas I bet it's of so yellow. So beautiful, and it's so pretty because it's green all the time yeah. there, and it was so cute. And every time I think of daffodils, I think about the Daffodil Festival. It's got some type of a cute name that's not Daffodil Festival. Sure. Um, But there's got to be some type of an Irish connection there. It makes sense. And it's like that's I mean, could we have a rose festival whenever? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Let's Google it. Give her a Google. R daffodils that's gonna be exciting though that's only like a month away in march these flowers do come up in march and it's really nice so there's there's hope it's not that much longer we can do this Mm. what are you finding anything (laughs) Mm. like i thought it'd come up first thing (laughs) it does i mean it does say have you heard of daffodil day oh on this day, the Irish Cancer Society sells daffodils, which okay. I forgot that it was a cancer thing. Okay, okay. Are daffodils native Irish flower? Written by Seamus Sweeney. <laughs> okay. Well, this is really I think really that there's at least something there, okay? Makes sense. This is what I, I do mean... in the morning, okay, you guys? You drink your coffee and you think to yourself, are daffodils an Irish flower? And I Let's care about that up. because that's my native. That is my native. It's my blood. blood my bread. Yeah. My bread and butter. My bread and potatoes. Irish. I had a dream last night about, um, this is a very swift turn, but Vanderpump Rules, How? which is going to be hilarious <laughs> because so I've never watched the show in my life. <laughs> but yesterday, Megan was talking about Vanderpump Rules, and I was like, I... Don't know why on earth I had a dream about this. I was going to bed watching Friday Night Lights because I couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thinking about the color of the wife's hair 
okay. on the show. Okay, sure. falling asleep last night. I yeah. think that this is where it's coming from okay, okay. because the wife's hair is this like really pretty red color, which is where Bing. We went to Ireland. Okay, this is the Got thought it. process okay, okay. that I had going. Yes, thank you. Thank you for taking. But that I think in the dream. There was a girl that I would assume is one of the main characters. Never, I couldn't, if you, you line them up for me and yes. you're like, tell me who's in Vanderpump Rules, I have, I would have no idea. Right. But she was on the show. Okay. She's the main dream. character. Got it. And she got, she got her hair done and everyone at the dinner table was obsessed with her hair color. Yeah. And she had bangs. Cool. That's another detail. Okay. And she was saying something about, in the morning, it's a light... Uh, like chestnut, but in the evening when the light hits it, it's a new auburn. And I thought to myself, I have auburn hair. <laughs> that is a good dream. I think. I think. <laughs> You know how, like, I am so guilty of this. <laughs> like, you were like, I had a dream. Listen to what my dream was. No one. And it was ever, so vivid. Well, yes. But also no the cares. person hearing does not care about your dream at all, pretty much. Never. 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 never we need to spread awareness for this. Dream, ever. Whenever someone says, no, ever. Whenever someone says, oh my gosh, I had the craziest dream. Yeah. You, as a civilized American, yeah. are expected to say, oh my gosh, what happened? Right. You don't care. No. You check out immediately. You don't care. No. The only you might care rarely. Yeah. I'm going to say there's like a the new plot one in 20 like, chance. Yeah. Like, you Correct. have to have the best I story had, ever. For instance, Stephanie Meyer had a dream. And then she wrote Twilight. Now we have Twilight. That dream I care about. Fine. Tell me about that I dream. care about that dream. That, I would read about that. Not everyone. Correct. Not ev- You are not Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> the only person. And I know you're not because of what I just shared on this podcast about a hair color. That when I woke up this morning, honest right hand up to the yes. Lord, I thought Megan's going to love this story. No and it was Courtney. boring, you guys. No, it, it, that's how it, it always feels. You're like, like, and the only that's person, how it always goes. This is, this is a perk of marriage. Your spouse has to listen to your dreams, and they can't get mad about it. That's yeah. the person you get to tell the dream to. And I have to hear that has Jake's to be in dreams. the vows. He has to hear about minds. There's you can't say like I don't care to your spouse. To no. other people, I think. No. You can't, you also can't say it to them because they're so excited to tell you about their dream. And so you have to kind of, I'm sorry to say it, but you kind of have to people please and just be nice about it because you don't want to crush their Mm -hmm. dreams quite literally. Uh, But this is a PSA that if you had a crazy dream, just like write it down for yourself. I'm sorry. Keep it to yourself. I'm sorry. Write it down and throw it away. I don't mean to be, (laughs) I don't mean to be mean. I just, when you said that, I was just like, I think. I think I'm going to just call it out. Your face. <laughs> oh. Like, okay. Great oh. dream. <laughs> and then I found $100. That's where you add that at the end of it. Right. And yeah. And then I found $100. Because then it's half interesting. A quarter. Yeah. A quarter interesting. 
Yeah. Okay, friends, here I go once more talking about a brand that I am severely obsessed with, and that would be the sweetheart that is behind Pax Beloved. I literally cannot believe that she is a sponsor of the Daily Nothings. It's kind of insane. When I started Instagramming with all of the Catholic Instagrammers a few years back, I remember just looking up to Pax Beloved like, holy crap. She is amazing. She is so talented. She works with all the big dogs. And I saw her at Seek and she was just so kind and intentional and humble. And I was so moved by her her humility specifically. Um, but she's a sponsor of the Daily Nothings podcast. And she sent me some artwork in the mail that I needed so badly on the day that I opened it. It's just this beautiful image of Jesus bending down to this girl that has hair that looks exactly like mine, (laughs) wavy and perfect. And I was just like, okay, this girl is bent over, kneeling in front of the Lord, clearly just like needing him so desperately. And he's just there meeting her at this low place and just loving her and being with her. And I just received it in the mail and was like, okay, this is stunning. It will be getting framed in the most decadent gold antique frame I can find. And it will be hung in my office or bed. I don't even know in my bed, (laughs) in my bedroom. I'm just so grateful for her art. And I'm so grateful for her bold, um, difference within the art that she does. It's not like other art. It's just not, but it's beautiful Catholic art and it's so intentional. And she is giving us a discount code for all of you lovely listeners. The code is the daily nothings 15, all caps, the daily nothings 15 for 15% off of all of her artwork. And you can check out all of her work at paxbeloved.com, P-A-X beloved.com. Be sure to follow her on Instagram as well, because you're missing out if you don't. Pax.beloved, that's her Instagram handle. So please go check her out. She is seriously so talented. It is stupid. I'm obsessed with her and we need more art in our homes. It aims, it aims our gaze back to the Lord. I'm just so convicted of it. So go check her out. Okay. Let's keep chatting. Anyway, to talk about something actually interesting, I thought to myself, I'd love to share a little bit of a personal testimony and that is regarding Whole Foods. Yeah. That is regarding Whole Foods. Hit me. There's something that they put in the air in Whole Foods. I last night went grocery shopping and lately I've been shopping at the like generic, just normal grocery store. Yeah. I've been trying to be better about spending money. I'll say it. Yeah. And it's fine. You know, it's good. You find your things. You you settle for the green onions that are a little wilty. Sure. They're not the crispest, yeah, but yeah. you know it's going to be okay because it's still... It gets the job done. It tastes done. good. It's, it's fine. fine. It's a green onion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The dino kale that you purchase is already kind of dead, but whatever. <laughs> like, if you eat it right away, it's going to taste the same as it would if right. it was fresh and crisp. Right. And it's whatever. And when you go to the same grocery store over and over and over again, it's what you expect. You're not let down. It's what it always looks yeah. like. So you just get it every time. And you honestly, you get excited about the grocery store because it's like, this is what I get. I get to shop. It's I get to look around yeah. and this is what nourishes me. And I get to buy, I, I have to buy things. This is fun for right. me. Right. You love shopping. I'm a chef. Yeah. <laughs> I love shopping. <laughs> but then last night I decided 
Courtney, you're going on a silent retreat. Yeah. Yes, we are recording this episode far in advance. Yeah. You're going on a silent retreat this weekend. And Father Logan said, eat well, sleep well, pray well. Mm. Eat, pray, love. Love it. And I said, twist my arm. <laughs> I didn't take it to the highest of levels because I looked up recipes where I had most of the ingredients at home already and I just needed to buy at like specific okay, things. Nice. So I made a very specific list. Nice. And I was like, the treat that you get to have is you are going to make a specific list and then your sorry little butt gets to go to Whole Foods, Courtney. Yep. Ooh. Mom said it was okay. Thanks, Mom. Okay. Yeah. And I walk in and first thing, I need an avocado for this breakfast sandwich I'm going to make. Yeah. And I walk in and the avocados are perfect. Oh, wow. It's the first thing I see when I walk in. Yeah. They're perfectly ripe. Wow. They're all stacked in a pyramid. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You walk in and it smells a little bit like the fish section, but you love it because it's fresh fish. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild caught. Right. There was no farming, McLean. It was wild. (laughs) It was, it was safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm looking around and I'm like, I've never wanted to buy fresh pressed juice more in my life. Yeah. I, I've never wanted pomegranate seeds more than I want them right now. This bacon that you have portrayed, it's like they use one of those cases Mm. where at Kroger, you're following because you're a Kroger girly. It's in my blood. You know, those like open refrigerated cases where they throw the bags of Tyson and frozen salmon and all that stuff in and you're walking past it. They use one entirely to like cleanly lay the bacon that they're selling that they're currently pushing for sale. And it's just bacon. Yeah. It's clean. They've got next to the the fish section all of their favorite personally selected, like, it's like Joanne's favorite, and it's like an employee's oh, favorite Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And all of the wines mm. that go well with the fish. They're doing it for you. Yeah, thank you. You go to the chip aisle, the chip aisle at Whole Foods. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> It is a marvel. I hope and beg for the Lord to hear me when I say this. My mansion up in heaven better have one of those. Mm. Just one of the chip aisles. Yeah. From a from a big new Whole Foods. Because the Whole Foods that's in Littleton is new. Oh, it's beautiful. Nice. It's got a little cafe in it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The chip aisle. Oh my stars. Every flavor of Boulder Kettle Cook chip you could imagine. They've got the day rice crisps that I'm obsessed with, and I bought a little bag for the retreat off the list. Uh, sorry. It's just and the cheese section. Oh my gosh! Do not get her you started. guys. Oh my gosh! It's like I had so much fun shopping last night. It was ridiculous, and I only let myself get a little, a wee little basket. Also, that's nice. what the rich people do. They just like run in with a little basket and they just grab <laughs> things for dinner. Everyone looks the exact same in there. Really? The songs they were playing, bangers. Correct. Yep. It's like they it's they've got it down to a T. They know. Like what they've doing. got they've got this like new remix of a Justin Bieber song playing. And it's like, wow. I've never heard this before. 
This is a banger. That's hilarious. And that's what's happening at Whole Foods. While at King Supers, they're playing Nickelback still. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it. Yeah. It Backstreet like Boys it. are playing. Yes. Correct. I yeah. want it that way. And it's a little crackly. The CD that it is. is a little rough. <laughs> it is. It's just. It's a different experience. It's un, it's it's unbelievable. But yeah. also what's so ridiculous is I bought groceries that have lasted me two weeks now. Almost two weeks. I'm saying two weeks because I bought them on Sunday and I'm still not through them and they will not be expired by the time I get back and go to work again this next week. So like yeah. they will continue to last yes. through next week. Got it. And I spent on all of that food that's going to last me two weeks, I spent almost exactly the same amount on that at King Supers. As yeah. I did on the one basket, one bag of things that I needed yes. for my weekend retreat. Right. Yeah. It is the That's difference. It's the difference. It's very it's, expensive. Yeah. It's that, yeah. like, I am. It's ridiculously it's, it's expensive. In, like, when I've, I, like, you used to live around the corner from a Whole Foods so when I stayed with you. Yes. I walked there a few times. Yes. And I was just truly appalled at some of the prices i was like correct it made me you know what it did though it made me really appreciate trader joe's because trader joe's feels like a step up from a regular grocery store but their prices are fair like whenever i see a price of something at trader joe's i'm like this might be more expensive than the grocery store. Sometimes it's cheaper than the grocery store, but I feel like this is a fair price for this item. When I go into Whole Foods, yes. I am like, how did you just make a simple salad dressing cost $12 for this small jar? Correct. Literally. No, I needed shell pasta last night, and yeah. I was looking at the shell pasta, and it's insane when I'm in there. I was looking at it and I was like, okay, I remember seeing some of these bags on Instagram of Italian people saying which ones are actually okay. like good. good and which ones are not good for what they would prefer. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I am going to maybe try a real Italian pasta. Yeah. Why not? Like, let's cook something. It's the time for it. And I was like, I, exactly. And I was like, I'm going to just try to do it. I'm going to see what I can do. And I was looking at it. I was like, okay, this is $8.50 for a bag of pasta, which in that moment, it's like, okay, it's only $8. I would spend way more on this at a really nice restaurant. But this and then is down just in the, the bottom pasta. corner. Yeah. Just the pasta. And then down in the bottom corner, I see the Whole Foods brand and it's $129. Still kind of expensive for pasta, but much more doable. Mu- that's and I was reasonable. like, sold. Yeah. We have a winner. Exactly. That's an entire um, Starbucks beverage difference. Like you just bought your Starbucks this morning because you chose the Whole Foods brand pasta instead of... Precisely. And I think what kind of blows my mind is that pasta is a very simple... You know what? We're going on a tangent here. What drives me a little crazy about Italian restaurants sometimes is that they make their food very expensive when the ingredients put into an Italian dish. They're the most simple. They're the, like, it is flour, eggs, water, and then tomatoes and basil. 
and some cheese. It's like those ingredients are cheap ingredients that you can get from the grocery store and be like, this is a cheap meal. Congratulations. I'm not spending $1,000 on this thing. But like their margins, the amount that Italian restaurants are making are so it happens oh, like they, their yeah. profits must be amazing because they are not spending any money on their ingredients. Through the roof. Like that yeah. 850 pasta no. took them 30 cents to make. Like they are just correct. They're probably high quality. Maybe it was 50 no. cents, but like it's insane. It's no, it's insane. it's insane. If you think about making, I love this tangent, Megan. Thank, Thank you. you for taking us down this road. Yeah. If you if you're making the dish that everyone's obsessed with right now and they like freak out when they see it in the freezer bag at Trader Joe's, which is the cacio e pepe. Okay. It is the simple. If you were to make it from scratch and see it at a restaurant yeah. and be like, oh my gosh, this is made from scratch. I have to get it. That's me. I do it. I, I am that person. Yes, you're that girl. Okay? Yeah. I, I get it every time. You need flour. You need eggs. You make the noodles from scratch. Okay, those two things, super easy. Yeah. Depending on how much you make, that defines how many eggs you need. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it would obviously get a little bit pricier depending on the level of eggs. So we'll get sure. we'll throw them a bone there. Sure. Right? Yeah. Then after that, you're boiling the pasta in heavily salted water. And then you're toasting pepper. And then you're putting, I think, butter, maybe. I think it's just olive oil. It's just olive oil and cheese and a little bit of pasta water. And that makes the sauce, and that's it. That's the entire dish. Yeah. And then you top it with cheese. Yeah. You don't even add cream. Not, not even milk. even cream. Like, it's so simple. So simple. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And it's just ridiculous how high the, price, the prices are. We sound like old people. The cost yeah. of groceries these days it's is just, just preposterous. <laughs> It really is. But I was thinking about this, and it kind of goes with the topic today because (laughs) you're ready for this bridge. Are you ready for this bridge? Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. It's sick as a Taylor Swift bridge. It's about to be as sick as a Taylor Swift bridge. You're going to be in shock. We're talking about the influence that our friends have on us today, the importance of who you spend your time with, the life that you naturally live with the people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. If all your friends are Whole Foods girlies, you're going to be a Whole Foods girly. Yes. Most of the time. Most of the and time. And the reason why I say this is because I, when I lived in Indianapolis and did not understand the importance of finance in any capacity, I spent whatever I wanted on everything all the time. Correct. I was a pampered little chihuahua that just did whatever <laughs> she wanted and yelped when she didn't get her way. <laughs> I would do whatever I wanted with money. Yeah. And to be honest, you know them, Megan. There were a few girlies from college that I don't think listened to this podcast. Yeah. And even if they did, they would agree with me. Right. They only shopped at Whole Foods. Yeah. And they lived in apartments above Whole Foods. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I could never shop. Literally saying things like, I could never shop anywhere else. Right. I couldn't do it. Right. Like, the food is just too good, and, like, I have to take care of myself, and I can afford it, and it's really not that much more expensive when you think about it, and, like, if it's saving yeah. money based off of what you would spend eating out, it's like that argument doesn't work yeah. with Whole Foods. I'm so yeah. sorry, just to really call in truth here. Yeah. You could have Taco Bell for the whole week. Yes, you would be pooping your pants, but you would be saving way more money 
yeah. than eating, getting groceries at Whole Foods. Regardless, your community impacts your decisions a lot. Yeah. And I really think that, like, I when I moved to Denver, I was like, I live right behind a Whole Foods. I want this to be my grocery store. Right. And I remember I said that to my roommates. I think uh-huh. it was my roommate, Sarah Garza. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I love Whole Foods just as much as the next person, but you can't spend that much money on groceries every week. And I was like kind of embarrassed because it was a new friendship and I was expecting it to be received in a different way. Yeah, yeah. But it was so good for me to hear that and so true because I was just like, I can't, you're right. I can't do that. That's not, it's not, honestly, it's not a very Catholic thing to do. To spend that much money on groceries every single week by yourself when, like, it's just not a necessary expense. It's, like, extreme luxury. Yeah. Which, that's a lot coming from me, okay? It's a lot coming (laughs) from me. But there are other options to making great food. Yeah. And so that is the connection there. That was really good. The influence. Thank you. Yeah. The influence that friends have on you really do impact all your decisions. Major. Like what you're wearing, what you're shopping with. Um, because I think yeah. that it goes both sides. Like yes. if I had friends that were Catholic and extremely posh, I would be way more materialistic than I already am. Yeah. And yeah. it's just because you just want to fit in. It's the human natural condition. Yeah. And it's not really people pleasing. It's just like you want to be like you your friends. You want to relate. If your like, friends are wearing... Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to be able to do yeah. the things. If like, your friends are wearing yeah. Lululemon every single day yeah. only, then you're not going to be caught dead in Athleta. Right. Because you just want to be, you want to fit in. Right. Like if you dress like your friends, it's like a natural human. Th- I want to know the science behind that. Yeah. Of like why we do that. Yeah. Well, I There's think it's something that goes back. Right. Which I think makes sense. You want to be accepted by your tribe. Like you don't want to be an outcast. Yeah. Like you want, like, and I think that's just yeah. human nature. That makes so much sense, which is why it's like right. you do take on traits <clears throat> of the people you spend the most time with. Like if your roommate would have said to you, oh my gosh, yeah. yes, I have a credit card that I can spend as much money as I want on. It doesn't matter. I shop at Whole Foods all the time. Yeah. You would have been... That would have been your grocery store in that moment for the whole time you lived in that totally. house. No questions asked. Totally. Because, like, that's totally. how influential people who are right next to you all the time are. For example, right. this just came up. So, like, this is, I was thinking about how my friendship with Layla is just so wonderful. Um, we basically yeah. just voice memo all the time, which is funny because we're both yeah. podcasters. And we basically just send each other podcasts back and forth all the time between the two of each other it's very funny I love it and yeah she oh I mean this has come I don't know how many times this has come up where she's like guess where I'm going I'm going to Starbucks guess who never used to go to Starbucks me guess who goes to Starbucks all the time now because you don't (laughs) shut up about it I'm like sorry I'm like really messing up your bank account but it's true it's like I'm her friend. Yeah. I talk. I go to Starbucks all the time. Yep. I talk about it. I talk about what I yeah. ordered. We talk about it on the podcast. So she's like, yeah, I'm going yeah. all the time now because you're talking about it all the time. It's like, even though I don't spend a lot of like in-person time right. with her, we're chatting back and forth all the time. And sure. that, like we become like each other. Like it just, that's the way that yeah. it goes. And that's really important Absolutely. to 
you have to just like see that 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 is true and think about the people who you're spending time with. Right. And be like, what have I picked up from each person? Was that a good thing or a bad thing? Right. And just a, an inventory right. is important. Yeah. No, totally. And it makes it easier. It makes, I think that that's a thing that the Lord very intentionally created because I was thinking about how that's what he did with the disciples yes. and how different all of them were. Yeah. And they all had their lives and they all had their communities and their things. Yeah. And then he pulled them away from those communities and he brought them into him because he was aware of the chameleon effect totally. and just how much we want to become like what we're near. It's just the human condition, I feel like. Yeah. And I was thinking specifically about Matthew and how he's portrayed in The Chosen and how he is like Mr. Posh has his own home a little bit on the spectrum, like very detailed, very specific, yes. very picky, okay. has his things, has his ways. And the only way that he is able to kind of move past that is to be removed from his comfortable environment mm-hmm. and to be brought in to this community with the Lord and other good men that the Lord is also forming. Yeah. And they're also struggling, but he's like forming them. Yeah. But it's also a very specific call to that formation mm-hmm. within each individual. Like it's not like they're all going to do the exact same thing. It's not a cult. It's not a club. They all have their own individual call within the call. LOL. Yeah. Look at yeah. me using terminology. Love that. And it's just very cool to think about because we we have to be we have to be taken away from the world a little bit yeah. to be able to be set apart but when we accept that call to be set apart and then we're still in the world like talking about the lord in the world that is when things get contagious yeah. because yeah like we know the power of influence that's like our whole society right now right. that's why little kids are saying i want to be an influencer when i grow up because they get free gifts and then they get to talk about those free gifts and then they get money from those free gifts. Let's talk about that in comparison to the gospel. Like if we looked about how badly if we looked at how badly we should want to be disciples, you get the free gift of eternal life. Yeah. You get to talk about that gift of eternal life and then the win is you get to have more people in heaven with you for eternal like eternity. Yeah. And It's just like we have this desire to share. We have this desire to spread truth and to spread things that we love and to talk about why we love them and why we want other people to like them too. And that all, I think, goes back to the natural gifts that the Lord wants us to have in sharing the gospel. And we just don't realize it. Like we, we, I I can sell a rock to another rock and make that rock think that it needs that rock badly. Right. And they're going to buy it. Yeah. It happens every time. Correct. I don't make the rules. Okay, the Lord does. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's channel that natural gift in Mm -hmm. to talking about the gospel. But the only reason or way that you can be talking about the gospel is if you're actually spending time reading the gospels and investing in the Lord. Yeah. You know, like you talk about Starbucks so much because you're going every day for the most part and trying different recipes and having a little fun and you want to tell people about it. Of course. And I love that about you. 
Yeah, exactly. you too. <laughs> this is the same concept. I mean, yes. I was just going to say, it's the same concept with so many things that we're obsessed with. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I had multiple people text me after I talked about the spicy chicken egg and cheese biscuit yeah, from Chick-fil-A with Chick-fil-A sauce. And they got it and they loved it. And I'm not surprised. It's phenomenal. It's a great sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But this is how I am with so many things. Yeah. This is the premise of this podcast in so many ways. Yeah. Anthropology. What smells good and what doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter and why you should like it too. <laughs> I mean, how, how, why else do you think that the Stanley Cup has exploded in the way that it has? Yeah. And just continues to get more ridiculous. Yeah. It's evangelization. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. I mean, it is. It it's is. One person, <clears throat> it's one person finding something that they love. Yeah. And not just, shutting up about it. Yeah. Until other people buy it too. Yeah. And then everyone's obsessed. Yeah. It's And the defense that we have for the Stanley Cup <laughs> can't be stopped. No. <laughs> Why don't we have that for the gospel? You tell me. That is so true. But I think this kind of goes It's such a thinker. It is. This week's episode is brought to you by the Catholic Nutritionist which we are so honored and excited to have Flo as one of our sponsors of our podcast. We got to meet Flo at Seek. She is just a ray of sunshine. She is helping so many women get to the root of their health problems. Care. She cares so deeply about women's health and taking women's health seriously I don't know if you've ever been to the doctor and you felt unheard or unseen or thrown solutions that are not actually fixing the problem. Example, birth control being thrown at every single woman's problem. Hello. Then you will want to consider the Catholic nutritionist because she uses nutrition and, um, like blood paneling and blood testing, hormone panels, all the things to figure out what is going on in your body. What are you lacking? What do you need? What is the problem? How do we get to the root of the problem? And how do we solve it? It is a holistic approach to health and wellness, um, specifically for women. And her mission is so beautiful and I'm so grateful that flow is in this space because I know so many women who are looking for this as a solution to their problems and they just don't know where to look. And you really have to look no further than the Catholic nutritionist because flow is here to help you. She has lots of different options on how to help, but please go check her out at her Instagram page at the Catholic nutritionist. And if you DM her daily nothings, she can help you Get one-on-one nutrition and cycle support, functional testing, and the tools to restore your health. So thank you so much, Flo, for supporting our podcast, and I just really hope you all go check her out. Okay, let's get back to the show. And I think this kind of goes back to, like, who are you spending time with? Because it, it makes these things easier or harder, depending on who you're mm-hmm. spending your time with. It's like... 
if you're totally. spending time with people who are also reading the gospels, who are also diving into scripture, who are praying holy hours, who are going to mass, all the things, right. all of those things become easier for you too. Right. And it's easier for you to talk right. about them because you're already talking about them with the people closest to you. Right. So then when you're not around the people closest right. to you, your vocabulary has changed. The things you talk about has changed. Right. And now when you're with other people, you're talking about right. those same things that you're talking about with your five closest people. Like that for, I don't know, yeah. saying, study, I don't know. Like you just become the people, the five people you spend the most time with or whatever. It's like, right. it's right. that. It's like, okay, you kind of have your people you're spending all your time with and then you go out into the world and they're not going to be exactly... You know, we change ourselves a little all the time. Not saying that's a good thing, but it's just natural. But your words have already changed. The way you speak has already changed. The thoughts in your heads like has changed based on who you're spending time with. And I'm like, it's it makes selling selling the gospel, like evangelizing, Mm -hmm. easier or harder, depending on who you're like surrounding yourself with which I think how it kind of all ties together, you know? Right. Totally. I think it goes back to um, when we were focused missionaries, we always were trained on like when people ask you what you do for a living to tell them the full truth because you could simply say like, oh, I just work for a nonprofit organization and then end of conversation. But I remember like I would never, I would, if I did that, which I did, I would feel this little bit of guilt because I knew that my friends were saying for the most part, Mm -hmm. like I work for a nonprofit Catholic organization. I'm a missionary at the university of Wisconsin and I serve with focus, blah, 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 blah. And you just kind of like push yourself to say that whole thing. Yeah. And almost every single time it would lead to some type of a question or conversation with that person that was sharing the gospel in some capacity. I mean, it would be like the smallest way even, but now Obviously, I don't work for a Catholic organization. Yeah. But I also, I'm just, I would never talk like that. Right. In that boldness. And I was thinking about that the other day because I was at Pure Bar and one of the girls that I used to work at the Denver Support Center with was in my class in Pure Bar. And someone was just chatting with her because she was new to the studio and they were like, so what do you do? And she told them that she works for a nonprofit Catholic organization called Focus with the events team. And when she said it, I kind of blushed a little bit and I got a little uncomfortable. And I was like, why on earth am I getting uncomfortable? This is so silly. And then I was like, I was literally watching it unfold before my eyes. The old woman asked questions and she was like getting to know more about Focus and then there were two girls in the back of the class that went to Our Lady of Lords, the wow. Catholic church yeah, yeah, yeah. that I go to. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I know Focus with blah, blah, blah. Do you know so-and-so? And it was this whole moment of community that happened within yeah. Pure Bar where I go to Pure Bar, I don't talk to a soul. Yeah. Not one soul. Yeah. And there's nothing really wrong with that, but that's something that I think would be different if I was working for Focus still. Sure. Because I spend a lot of time with people that work for Focus. Um It's just like the natural, like I said, chameleon effect. And it made me think a lot about the way that we were in college Mm -hmm. and just like who you were before we found each other at school and like what you did. And same with me, like just thinking about the way that we were in school. Yeah. 
is just crazy because I think that that's one of the first times that you see that this is true when yes. you're in college and you like find your good friends or regardless if it's not college like yeah. that moment when you first realize that community really does change the game yeah I think that's the convicting factor that you come back to yeah. every time that you're like finding yourself again or like going deeper into your invitation yeah. with the Lord um because we were just we were just so different we're so different and I think it's so like basically <laughs> the big change is that we spar- we started spending many many hours a week with Zoe and we mm-hmm. that's like when I think about like at the end of that year how we were as people we were praying like Zoe we were doing activities awesome. that Zoe did we like were at her house all the time right. like we started becoming like her in some ways right and to think that if we didn't spend all that time with her we would have become like someone else we would have become like a different person that we were spending a bunch of time with and we got lucky because that's the inevitable truth yes and we got lucky like someone exactly and it's like zoe was Mm -hmm. a great person to become like because she's a very holy woman and we got yeah. lucky with that, to be honest, because it was kind of just thrown into our laps and we just kind of full send, let's hang out with her all the time. Right. But it's like, right. You sometimes it happens to you, but you ultimately get to choose who you spend a ton of time with, especially when you're single. Right. Especially when you're in college, especially when you don't have a family. Like, I have no choice. I spend all of my time with Ellie, I spend a ton of time with Jake. And that's great. Like I chose like, but also I chose that I chose to marry him and I knew who I was going to become like, and there's so many of my, my qualities that have become like Jake and vice versa because we spent all of our time together. Like that's just how it works. So I think that's like really important to note because I think when we're making decisions and like who our friends are, sometimes we're like, oh, these are just who my friends are. But it, the truth is you get to choose. Right. You get to choose if you're spending right. time with that person or not. You get to choose. And whether you like it or not. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like. Whether you like it or not, you're going to become like them. Exactly. And if you see that person and you're yeah. like, I kind of actually don't like who they are. I don't like the way they talk to other yeah. people. But the truth is if, if they're yeah. rude to people and you're around that all the time, you're going to start being rude to people. Yeah. And you don't want like. Right. You might see that you don't want that in that moment, but it's the truth. Like, that's what's going to happen. And I think that's the evaluation we need to kind of all take and think about, like, who are you talking to every day? Who are you spending time with all the time? Mm -hmm. Do you like the qualities of that person? If you don't, you might want to reevaluate how much time you're spending with them because that's who you're. Exactly. That's probably who you're going to become like. There are things that like we can straight stay true to ourselves with, like whatever. But if you're not really on guard about those things, it's just what happens, you know? Yeah. No, it's so true. Yeah. And I remember specifically when you were talking about college, I remember this one time that we went to Kilroy's. If you're from Indiana, you know you Kilroy's. Know breadsticks Mm. so good don't get me started I was thinking about that the last time I was in Indiana and I was like I would really like to go to Kilroy's and just get some breadsticks come to Indiana yeah oh my gosh I have one of Kilroy's don't those sound amazing I have one of them for so long 
But I'm like, I can't bring my baby into the bar to get the to-go order. No. Like, They're like these stuffed breadsticks, oh, you guys, guys. And they have breadsticks of the month where they'll do like buffalo chicken breadsticks, Philly cheesesteak breadsticks. But the consistent Kilroy's breadstick is just a breadstick that has pepperoni and cheese. Oh, my gosh. And it's served with ranch, ranch. nacho cheese, and marinara. The ranch. The ranch is the best. I'm drooling and I... it is 8 a.m. That sounds so good. It is. Oh, my gosh. How do I get one? I'm not that far from a Kilroy's, really. I just... You should seriously... I well, I think consider. that you can call and get them to go. I know. I'm just like, I can't... I'm like, I can't leave Ellie in the car. I'm just like, how do I get them? I just... I will figure it out. Right. I will figure it out. Yeah. Because... You also... I wonder if they do like DoorDash or Uber Eats or anything. Yeah, I feel maybe. like they have to at this point. We're going to have to figure it out. And you just ask your sweet, sweet husband... It's going to be a family affair, and Jake's going to have to go inside Sorry, and Jake. for the family. They're so good. Anyway, we decided okay. to go to Kilroy's for lunch once. You, me, Allie, and Zoe. Yeah. The two missionaries. Yeah. And we went, and I remember we were sitting there, and it was at lunch, and we had gone to daily mass, and then we went straight to Kilroy's afterwards. Yeah. And so at this point, we had been at church for a while because daily mass was at 1210, and I would always pray my holy hour from 11 to, t- to 12. Yeah. And then we would have mass at 1210. Yeah. Sometimes you'd go to confession in that time, too, because confession was an hour before. It was the routine. I scheduled classes around it. I constantly... I did that every single day. And then yeah. afterwards... What's really funny is that Zoe and Allie would always talk us into skipping class. Sorry, focus. Do you remember that? Where we would have classes after mass, and I often would be like, yeah, I won't go. Let's go to Patichu. Yeah. And I would just, like, skip. And I remember, because you're a nerd, I would yeah. have to beg you to skip with me. Well. And I would skip all the time. Yeah. I I mean, I got into really – I was like, I'm having a flashback where Zoe called me Peg and Megan, and I'm trying to remember, it's because I didn't, I skipped daily mass to study for an exam. And yes, I was so mad at, I was like, how dare you call me Peg and Megan for studying? Because I didn't, I was like, there's something about skipping something with classes. And I was just like, she's just like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I think that's what it was. She, she was can just correct me if I'm wrong. She knew how to yank your chain. I know. I'm yeah. like, are you joking right now? Like, I have finals. I have to study. Yeah. Like, sorry, Where I'm going to miss one like, daily whatever. math. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Anyway, long story short, yeah, I was thinking to, about yes, Kilroy's yeah, yeah. and I remember this Drake song. This Drake song came on yeah. that was like everything. Do you remember this? No. And we I don't were remember sitting in it, the booth. Do you know? Do you remember what song I don't remember was? what Drake song okay, it was. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. But we were sitting in the booth, and I remember that we were both on the same side of the booth, and we just looked at each other like, I love, love this song. song. Yeah. I love this song so much, but I can't act like I love this song. <laughs> and, like, when you're at Kilroy's, the song is the whole event because it's, it's loud, loud yeah. in there. Yeah. And so to ignore it and to be talking about how mass was for you that day with the missionaries was really an oxymoron that was hard to get past. And yeah. I remember being so distracted. But then I also remember being super proud of myself because I was like, wow, I'm distracted by this song because I haven't heard it in so long. And this mm-hmm. used to be everything that I listened to. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I've really changed. 
Like, I would love to sing along to this song, but I can't imagine saying the words that match the lyrics. Like, I can't imagine yeah. singing along, basically, was what I'm getting at. Because it's so bad, and there's so many swear words, and there's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I just remember that, and I remember also, like, hearing other people say, like, the F word and different swear words that were everything yeah. to me. Yeah, And just being like, I... Couldn't even imagine what that would sound like coming out of my mouth right now. Especially, like so especially in front of holy. those two missionaries. Oh, especially in front of them. You especially would never. In front of That's them. what cleaned up our language. I mean, you know, it's like we truly, were practicing right not saying those words anymore because we were in front of them all the time. Like, and then it was easier exactly. to not say the bad word in front of the friend we used to say the bad word in front of because we had been exactly. surrounding ourselves exactly. with the holier people that were making the right choices in life, right. you know? And then when you hear it around your old friends, it kind of hurts your heart a little bit and it feels yeah. like a, why would you say that? You don't need to say that yes. kind of thing. And you feel but, kind of icky. And then I remember always praying for them. Yes. Like when I would hear, and not in this like, oh, you said the F word. No, I'm no. pray for you. Yeah. It's yeah. like this internal thing of like, okay, I'm going to pray really hard for that because that actually yeah. makes me sad because my heart was becoming more like Jesus. Yeah. But then you don't see the missionaries for three days and you see those friends for three days. And now who's saying the F word again? You. Me. Because sure. you yeah. start to become like the people you're around. When you're around someone cussing yeah. all the time, it is so easy to you're start cussing cuss again. It is, yeah. I mean, this is really just coming down to like it's literally so every single daily nothing. It's like, okay, are you around the person that does that? Yeah. Then you do it. If you yeah. don't, you don't. Yeah. Okay, everyone, excuse me for just one moment. If you don't mind, I just need to share one really important quick thing with you. That would be that Lent is literally a hop, skip, and a jump away. Just a quick little hoppity, skippity, jumpy. And someone that's clearly uh, recognized that, that it's coming up quickly, is Sweet Abundantly Yours, our friend that is a fantastic sponsor of the Daily Nothings podcast. She's thought this through, you guys, and she has a lead bundle that's keeping me up at night. It's so phenomenal. <laughs> okay. So listen to these cute little words that she shared about this lead bundle that I am just like, I'm sorry, what? That's genius. <laughs> So a little bit about the collection experience Lent in a new way by walking with the lives of the saints through Jesus's crucifixion over the last year, she's been praying with imaginative prayer with the lives of the saints. What would it have been like to be in their shoes? What actions would she have taken or words would she have spoken this Lent sweet Whitney with abundantly yours wants you to experience Jesus's suffering and crucifixion through the lives of the saints. St. Simon of Cyrene, who helped Jesus carry his cross. St. Dismas, the good thief crucified next to Jesus. St. Veronica, who wiped the face of Jesus. And St. Mary Magdalene, who found the tomb empty. From Death to Life is a Lenten devotional. It's a 40-day guide journal to walk through each day of Lent with imaginative prayer, Lexia Divina, or journaling activities. And her prayer is primarily for this journal— to help you experience Jesus's suffering and crucifixion through the eyes of the saint. Um, each rosary is designed intentionally with colors that really help you symbolize and remember each saint. Um, a little bit about each saint that's going to be in the bundle within St. Mary Magdalene, St. Veronica, St. Simon of Cyrene, and St. Dismas. 
It's just a little bit of goodness. I mean, it's insane, all of the details. I'm looking at this bundle and I'm like, oh my gosh, she has thought through all of it, each color, each representation, all of it. And I just think that within Lent, we can so easily get away from the intent behind it when we're in the thick of it and we're just trying to keep up with our Lenten sacrifices and fast. And it's so much more than just fasting. So we are inviting you into Lent with Abundantly Yours this year. You know where to find her. Abundantly Yours is on Instagram at abundantly.yours. And you can shop at abundantlyyours.org. And remember that you can use the code daily nothings, all caps, for 20% off of everything. It is so worth it. Check it out. Pray with it. Get that ordered before Ash Wednesday coming up so, so soon. Okay, back to the program. It's the same concept that people feel of like this quote unquote judgment of like, I remember talking to students at Wisconsin and being like, I just don't feel like I can be myself here. And they'd be like, like, I can't wear what I want and like be quote unquote myself. And they're wearing the tiniest crop top with big pants and they're like covering their stomach and they're feeling insecure and that lack of quote welcome that they want to feel from the Newman Center is not there. And it's not that there's not hospitality because there was Mm -hmm. and they were ignoring it. It was the fact that they were being called higher by the people that were around them without anyone saying anything to them. And they didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they didn't come back. And so choosing, choosing excellence and choosing friendships that are going to naturally call you higher might not be the most attractive thing right away, but it is good. It is a very good thing, and the Lord is inviting you to it, I would say. I mean, if you're debating it. But I think the other thing, too, is that not all friendships need to be tossed out the window if they're not holy. And so I want to, like, nail that point in as we're wrapping up because it's also – I think that it's sometimes easier for us to look at our friendships the way that I did in college of, okay, that's really hard. They are not good influences on me. I'm truly cutting them off like a bad branch. Yeah. Sometimes that is necessary when you're like, I'm going to cut them off. I need to get rid of them. That's the way that life goes. But other times your friendships are good. And what needs to happen is communication. It needs to be a conversation where you're like, hey, this is something I've noticed. This is something that I've noticed about myself. And this is an area that I really want to grow in. And this is something that I've noticed in you and an area that I think you could grow in. And these kind of conversations are not the comfiest, but also I'm pretty sure that we're on the same page about becoming saints. And if we want to become saints, yeah, we need to change these things. We need yeah. to be better. We need to focus on these things together. And I'd love for us to figure out a way that we can focus on these things more so together Mm-hmm. So that we can be holy. Yeah. And after you've had those conversations, if the practice is not put in and if it's continually neglected and you continue to feel like you're completely alone, that's when you need to compl- like consider yeah. grabbing the scissors right. and maybe doing some trimming. Or like but just spending that, less time. Like you just take a step back. Right. You don't have to necessarily cut them all the way off, but it's like, okay, I right. cuss around them all the time because they cuss all the time. I've told them I'm trying to right. clean up my mouth. So if you could really right. hold me accountable to that, that'd be great. Nothing has changed. Right. I really feel convicted right. to grow in this. So I'm just not going to talk to them right. as much because that's the only way I can stop. Right. 
that's okay. Like exactly. that's, that's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I think that that is, that's the ticket. Like conversation about it needs to, I think that that is really, really important because if we get, again, go back to the disciples, they had situations where they were not doing things well and the Lord talked to them about it and called them higher. And then they could have either said, okay, I'm in or I'm out. Yeah. And that's where greater intimacy and friendship happens. And the Lord is invited because it's a journey. We can't continue to just cut friends off every single time things get hard and you don't see that they're making you holy because you won't have friendships. And that's what people see in Catholics that they're going to be like, that is not cool. That is not holy. Like that is not hospitable. That is not being like Christ. Like da, 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 da. Like there's so many things. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that that's just something that I really want to really hone in on at the end of this episode because it's easier for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. to just cut people off yeah. and to say that's not working for me. Yeah. But it's it's actually more Christ-like to see an area that you want to grow in and invite that person into it with you mm-hmm. and ask them if we can be made better together. Yeah. So yeah. Or, those are kind of my closing thoughts. Yeah, or if like there's a person that you know who's very virtuous in this one area. Like I'm picturing you're like, I, when I'm out with my friends, I drink too many drinks and I am going to start holding myself to a two drink limit when I'm out with my friends. And I know I always want to go past this two drink limit when I'm out with these friends. I'm going to tell these friends, Hey guys, this is something I'm trying to grow in. I just want you guys to be aware. Please hold me accountable to this. Don't pressure me to drink more than this. The other thing Period. you can do is bring the virtuous friend in with you. The person that never drinks more than two drinks. Bingo. Bring them into the Bingo. group. I brought them with me. And now how much easier is it for you to just be like, I know this person is going to help me. I'm going to watch them. I want, I right. want to be like them. So I'm inviting them into my life right. because they're going to make virtue easier right. for me. And right. maybe I can be a positive influence to some of my other friends who I know are struggling with the same thing. And you don't have to be pushy about it, but to bring like to choose the people to spend more time with that are doing the good things that you're loving can just make the journey to sainthood easier. And I think that's exactly that's one of the points I think was important is just like sainthood is really hard. Holiness is really hard. It is so much easier when the people you're surrounding yourself with are striving for that, too, and already have some virtues that you would like to grow in as well. Something to consider mm. when you're evaluating exactly. the people you spend time with, I think. Yeah. I really love that. I remember when we would start to bring Zoe into things, I was just like, wow, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like this. But also, I do feel freedom to be the girl that I want to be. Yes. And my new friends are uncomfortable. And I'm going to see which ones, or my old friends, my old friends are uncomfortable. And I'm going to see which ones stick around with this more authentic version of me. Yeah. And I'm not alone in being that authentic version of myself because I've brought someone else in that knows that version. Yeah. And they're going to be like, who the heck was that back there? Yeah. Because you just put on a show, sis. That's not the court I know, you know? Right. Um, This? Okay, I just have one example. It's just going to bring a really, really good thing in. I can literally picture the exact situation and then we can be done. My 22nd birthday party. That's exactly what I'm thinking Yes. My wine and cheese party. This is when my worlds collided for the first time. 
I, it is. I remember it. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't like, I love my friends from college before I became Catholic. I totally. love them to this day. I, I can't even say one bad thing about them. I love them so much. We would just drink yeah. more than you should. That's just part of the fun that yeah. we were having. And yeah, when I started hanging out with Zoe and Courtney more, I started drinking less. And I was like, okay, yeah, drinking too much is sinful. This is not good for my sure. sainthood, whatever. So my wine right, and cheese right. party, I had all of my college friends, but I, I invited some of my Catholic friends. And mm-hmm. I was like, I... And I invited Jake. It was right before Jake and I started dating. And Jake, very yeah. virtuous man. Um, yeah. I was like, I cannot get drunk at this party right now. Yeah. And this is a yeah. wine and cheese party. And it's my birthday party. And it was, guys, it was yeah. the best party ever. I like, oh, it was my favorite birthday. It was so fun. I want you to have more parties like that. Oh, I know. I it was so fun. It but was so fun. I was just like. The whole time freaking out. I was just like, I cannot drink too much because Zoe is watching me. Jake is watching me. Courtney is watching me. And it was a yeah. success. I did not over drink yeah, at that party. No. And it was so wonderful. And a lot of my other friends did. And I'm yeah. like, whatever. I'm not here to police anyone in this situation. But if if Jake wasn't there, if Zoe wasn't there, if you weren't there, maybe I definitely I would have, have drank too much. Bad influence if I was by myself. I, it you could know, have gone. It would have been either way. You know, at that point, we yeah, we were in the turning page yes. of our of our yes. conversion. For and sure, and we had our nights where it was not the best. Yeah, but we like needed the help of others For to sure. really flip over to being holier. And so that's what it could have gone both ways. You're right. Yeah, but it's like that. That is just like the prime example of like I brought the people into the situation that was going to be hard for me. Like I knew it was going to be hard to choose sobriety in that moment. Yeah. And I'm like, if I have these people here, it's going to make it so much easier. And it did. And I think that's just such a great example of like if you want to become a saint, you have to have those influences in your life Mm because you just – you will just do what the people are doing. And there you go. That's just my, that's my, it's the chameleon effect. Mm. It's so, so accurate. Wow. So accurate. Well, wow. You guys, so take this to heart. I mean, I just take a minute, reflect on your life, reflect on your friendships. What areas do you want to grow in? What areas are you seeing that you want your friends to help you grow in and start talking about it? I think that that's the goal. I love it. Oh, good. Me too. I love it. This was a fun episode. I feel like we didn't know where it was going to go. This was a fun episode. But I liked it. Yeah, the Lord took the car and drove, baby. I love when he does that. Thank you, Jesus. I hate driving. You do it for me. Okay. Okay, you guys. Have the best week. We love you so much. We do. And uh, we'll see you. We sure do. next week. We'll see you next week, girlies. Girlies and guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. Cheers. Toodles. Bye.